Hey everybody, this is Roger, and I just want to tell you guys that in this episode, we will be discussing the driver market fiasco that's going on right now, but we discuss it towards the end of the episode, but here's a disclaimer to, tell, to let you know that mere hours after recording this episode, we had a bunch of confirmed moves. So as we already know, Batas moves, Kimi Rakkonen retires from Alfa Romeo, Batas comes in to replace him. Following Bottas' move to Alfa Romeo, we see George Russell moving to Mercedes for 2022 and beyond, and both Alfa Tauri seats have been confirmed. So that's all I wanted to say. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy the episode, and yeah, let's get back into it. Welcome back to another episode of Around the Grid. My name is Parth, and as, al- as always, I'm here with Raj. Hey guys, it's been a while. We're finally back, and dude, it feels so great to be back in the seat recording in front of this mic. Um, it's been like a month, three weeks now, since we recorded the last one. Yeah, so, and this is the first episode of recording where I'm in my apartment. I'm not at home anymore. Yeah, I love that. I'm still at yeah. home, but I'm, I'm sure we're going to have some uh, live episodes with with Raj and me in the same room. Exactly. We were talking about that uh, a few weeks back, so I'm excited for that. Um, this past week, we raced... before. Actually, before we talk about this past weekend in, in for the Netherlands Grand Prix, uh, the Dutch Grand Prix, let's go back to a week before to Belgium um, at Spa. Because that, that was a would very have been controversial, an episode. very controversial, whatever that was. That whatever was very that controversial was. weekend, we'd say. Okay. Yeah, let's say that. Yes. Um, just a big quick rundown because we're not gonna spend too much time on this. It's not worth it. There's not much that happened. There was a lot of rain, a lot of weather. FIA decided not to race, um, or not to let them race. It was more of a, a safety car start kind of thing. But the conditions never got better. If anything, they got worse. And they did two laps, and they called it that, and they gave half points. So yeah, the so, controversy... So the rule yeah, behind points is that if the, if you if you complete more than 75% of the race distance, then you get full points. If you complete between two laps and 75% of the race distance, you get half points. If you do less than two laps, it's not a race. It's, it cannot be classified as a race. So what the FIA did was they sent the safety car out for two laps, got those two laps in with all the cars following the safety car, and then called a red flag and red flagged the race. So people are mad because we didn't actually race, but they're calling it a race, and they're offering half points for just driving behind a safety car. Yeah, there was no overtaking, and there was no chance for other drivers you know, to challenge and get better position and more points. Basically, fair, I mean... It was if, extremely dangerous out there. So yeah, I don't think they should have gone on in the first place. No, yeah. I think it should have been canceled and rescheduled for maybe other time. I don't know if that's even possible because I don't know how the weather works in Belgium. Um, just around that area in Europe. So I don't know what could have happened, but I don't think they should have gone anyways. So FIA, I think, made the right decision to not race. But I don't. Th- I I didn't agree with the the. With how they did it. How they did it. Yes. Yeah, that was that was questionable, but biggest. If anything, my besides- Max mm-hmm. Red Bull kind of came as the winner, Max, and specifically because he got twelve and a half points without even doing anything, just because he qualified. Yeah, yeah. So well. they just basically wh- wherever you qualified, that's where you got the points. Yeah. So but of Max course. was P one, Russell P two, which is impressive. And then Hamilton P3. So they yep. just got half points for each one of their positions. And, of course, the top 10 got half points for each one of them. So now for the rest of the year, you're going to be seeing half points next to people's names, which is very annoying to see. Yeah, very annoying. But, yeah, that, that's that's just Belgium summed up in, like, a minute or two. 
Yep, that's it. All right, so let's go about this weekend. We race at the Dutch Grand Prix and um, Zandvoort. That's the circuit, and uh, it was it was. I think it was kind of a boring race, but I thought it was fun at the same time because I think the circuit is really good. Um, but it what was do you definitely feel- a strategy race again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How do, how do you feel about it though overall? See, even though Max won the race, which like, okay, spoilers, whatever. We already saw the race, but Max won the race. I still thought it was a good race because it was still a good strategy battle. And I enjoyed mm-hmm. seeing what the teams did, except until the very end. And we'll get to that. Yeah. I really like the circuit. It looks like a lot of fun to drive on. I know. I drove it in the game just because yeah, I've yeah. never driven it or seen it. And it was really fun. It's really fast. It's very flowing and sweepy. Just yeah. very, very nice. I hope we, we're going to race here again next year too. But mm-hmm. All right, let's, yeah. talk, let's go into qualifying. Um, Max Verstappen takes pole with Lewis Hamilton very close behind him. Um, he pulls it out in Q- Q3, but still not close enough to get pole. And in third place, Valtteri Bottas. And then behind him, Pierre Gasly and Charles Leclerc. Um, it was actually kind of a fun qualifying. There was... The whole weekend had a lot of red flags, except the race. Uh, Which is super, like, annoying and ironic, I think. Yeah, it is. But there's a lot of red fl- flags in all of the F- uh, free practice sessions and in qualifying as well. But um, Perez and Vettel got out in Q1, which is very unfortunate for Red Bull. Um, but a lot of it has c- came down to basically traffic. And yeah. you'll get that with circuits that are really fast because uh, there's just not a lot of buffer time. The lap times are, you know, a minute nine, a minute ten. So it's very difficult to really have a really good, like, free space kind of to go out and get a get a good lap. And you'll see that in Monza as well in next weekend. And um, this track is also very narrow, so there was just, like, if you're blocked by one car, you're done. It's, you, can't, yeah. you can't go around them or anything, you're, you're done. That's basically what happened with uh, Vettel, which I thought was kind of dangerous from Mazepin. He basically moved over to the right as Vettel was about to go through yeah, and yeah. So kind of Vettel blocked him and kind of messed up his lap. It was, over. it was just super unfortunate to see, but yeah. Um, it happens. But in Q2, Q2 brought out two red flags, which was interesting. Um, the first one was by George Russell. He crashed into the, the it was a bank turn, right? Turn eight, I think. I think it was a last turn, I think. I okay. don't know what the number is, but it was a last turn. He was just pushing really hard and lost it. It was a banked, yeah. It was a banked turn yeah, yeah. right before the, the straights. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, he just lost it. And it wasn't it didn't look too much of a damage, to be honest. It was kind of interesting to see that. Yeah, he didn't destroy the car, which was really weird. It just kind of like bounced off the, the yeah, wall. Yeah. And then when that was red flagged, right after that red flag was lifted, Latifi, uh, Russell's teammate, crashed. A turn before I think actually, yeah. Um, and then it was red flagged, and there was only a minute thirty eight seconds left, so they ended the session on that. So because of that, Norris, Stroll, and Sonoda could not um, set a faster time, and they just got kind of a uh, I don't know shafted by it. <laughs> they, that's one way to put it. Yeah, they got shafted. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I do feel like Russell and maybe even Latifi could have made it to Q three. I'm not even kidding. Both of them could have done it because the Williams seemed pretty pretty good. This 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 uh in, in Q1, I know they set the time pretty within the top ten or top seven, I think. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely had potential, but they they both binned it. But like, it is what it is. Yep, yep. 
Um, and I mean, Verstappen was leading the whole time. I think he had like yeah. a three tenths, three hundredths of a second. Over Hamilton. Yeah. Oh, over both point three seconds over both oh, yeah, the Mercedes yeah, yeah. on average, but then in Q three, um, Lewis was point zero three eight seconds behind Verstappen, which was very close. Yeah. Uh, Interestingly enough, Verstappen's DRS didn't open. Yeah, yeah, he had a DRS failure or something. And he also, <laughs> Which, he also accidentally, he accidentally, accidentally double shifted uh, yes. out of turn one. Which was and really he still weird. went faster than his last time, which was yeah, which is crazy. I, he definitely could have had pull by a bigger margin, I think, if it wasn't for that. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't understand how that car is sometimes so fast, but then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that car is fast sometimes, and it's just not. It's. I mean, it seems like pretty fast. I mean, they're both equally matched. Mercedes and Red Bull. They're both. Both their cars are equally matched this year. So. Yeah, I don't, which is good. Um, just another, a few, a few, shout outs. I guess, Joe Nazi matched his best um, qualifying finish, which was P seven, and the last time he did that was I think twenty nineteen Austria. So that was remember. good to see. I I just I just remember seeing that on the okay <laughs> during the broadcast, but. It's it's kind of funny because you know the driver market is brewing and his seat is in trouble. So 100%. it was just it was good to see that he I guess he I don't know he just he was like you know what I'm gonna go out on a high note. Oh, you know what we forgot to mention? What? Kimi Raikkonen caught COVID. Oh he well, yeah. Positive. So I Robert think I didn't see much actually, about that. I don't know why. Many I people mean, didn't talk it's about an Alfa Romeo. So like it 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 already is a backmarker team. So true. Yeah, so he Robert got COVID. Kubica filled in for him. Uh, yep. He qualified like P fifteen, I think. I think. I'm not sure. No P seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, I'm not uh, sure. He got, he got knocked out in Q three. That that's all I like. I had to say. Yeah. But like yeah, because two, two other cars. Oh P. I think yeah P fifteen because two cars started from pit lane. Yep. So he and the Hasses would have been last anyway. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. You're completely right. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> the throwing shade. One episode. <laughs> it's back not even shade, but it's true. Oh, this is true. House is an F two team at this point. Like, come on. <laughs> Honestly, uh, Gasly somehow took P four um, in front of both the Ferraris, and I don't know how he's getting it when his teammate Yuki is in is in. This is barely getting out of Q3. I guess the same thing with Red Bull, with Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. But yeah, it is I don't what know. it is. Perez has been, I thought Perez was super consistent before the season, but it turns out like Bro. in this Red Bull car, he just, like, he's everywhere. I think he had a really good start for the first like five races, and now he's just kind of... I don't know if it's unlucky because he did have that big Belgium thing. I mean, he that was the last conference. time we actually really oh, saw no. them race. Yeah, I don't when, know. Maybe uh, he just didn't buy with the circuit. That, I, I, unexplainable, but like he did well in the race. So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Race. Let's. Yeah, go ahead. The top five remained the top five. So Max won <laughs> from pole. Hamilton took P2 from P2. Bottas took P3 from P3. Gazi and Leclerc P4, P5. Nothing changed there. Is that good or bad? I don't know. It was a. T- it was. It was. 
Nothing changed at the top, but it was still a tight battle at the top. Yeah, usually when that doesn't happen, when, does, when it doesn't change, it usually it's a boring race. But I thought it was a, I thought it was interesting enough that I was interested in watching it. You know. All right. So off the start, both Verstappen and Hamilton get a good start, but Verstappen stays ahead and he builds a substantial gap in just a few corners. Like after turn three, he was already like a one point seven seconds ahead. It was like ridiculous. Insane. Yeah. Um, so, Alonso with another. Fucking, I don't know how he does. He's gonna get that award, him or Vettel. What the the the, the, what the, the overtake most overtakes? Award? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think him and him, yeah, him and Vettel, Vettel are pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like get gains two plus two positions, including um Akon, his own teammate. Um, and he had a really close call with the uh, right before the banged corner. Everybody took the low line, and but he avoided Russell. Or Russell was behind him. He went to the right and to the high line, which was really cool to see. Yeah, seeing the cars side by side on a different elevation was like just oh, that was so sick to see. Yeah, it was so good. That's why I love this circuit. Just I love the bank turns and yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> watching one. <laughs> read more of that shit. Read, read more. I know. I was watching the old races and they used to race at Indianapolis, Indianapolis, and they had the the famous banked corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was also the famous um, controversial. Moment when they, the only the six cars started because the tires were too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the teams protested. Yeah, I remember Anyways. that. That was, that was a weird ass race, but let's let's keep talking about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Bottas, I, I mean, he gets an iffy start again, but he stays P three, and Gazi again stays P four, stays in front of the Ferraris, and nothing really changes there. But Perez had to start from the pit lane after getting a new power unit because obviously Perez qualified so far back, like. Red Bull just decided to take the L and put the new power, power unit in. Yeah. So it's from the pit lane. And shortly after, he had to pit again. So they start from the pit lane with, with, with hard tires. So you expect him to go, what, 45, 50 laps on that. Mm-hmm. He pits on, like, lap 10 because he tried outbreaking somebody and... It was, it was Mazepin. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. So he tried, he tried outbreaking somebody and then he fell back to P19 from that, so... Give me a second. <laughs> Raj is fighting demons right now. Recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you get an apartment and you live with five other people. Did you hear that? Yes, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. Dude, it was Pradyush, an auction, and then Devonch, and then Alex. Just what were they doing? What? They're just standing outside my door. <laughs> and they were like, they're knocking on it and, and like, okay, whatever. I was, was telling, I? I, was, I, I was telling the audience this is what happens when you move into an apartment with five other people. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Um, we were talking about Perez getting the flat spot and going into the pits and getting, uh, was it softs? I don't... I, it was softs for me. It was something. I don't know. But I think like, he got but, softs. Then he got went to the mediums, and then he pitted again for softs at the end. Interesting. Okay. Well, he made after that blunder. He did make good use of the tires. He made a great recovery drive from P nineteen or P twenty or whatever he was. Uh, he fought back up to get P eight. Nicely done. Good points. It was good. Yeah. You know, it he, was a surprise. And he also won because, driver of the day. Yeah, exactly. And it was great to see because I feel like that was the only action most of the action that we saw was Perez overtaking uh-huh. people yeah. on a track that nobody thought overtaking would happen 
impressive stuff from Perez, but he still needs to get his consistency together, I think. Yeah, I still need him to finish higher than P8, bro. Or we're going to lose the fucking championship. See, honestly, Max, if, if, if Max wins, if Max keeps winning and Mercedes keeps getting two threes, you're dying your hair blue. I know, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I win, but I lose at the same time. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I need him to pick it up. We'll see what happens in Monza. He did pretty well last year in Monza. We'll see what happens here. But yeah, back to the race. Latifi started from the pit lane again. Or not again. Latifi, just like Perez, started from the pit lane. But this time it was because he was got a new gearbox because he smashed his car. And he also got a new front wing. So there's that. Yep. Now um, let's, let's, let's talk about the strategy battle that we had between right. the, the leaders. Um, you do, take it away. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Hamilton. Um, pits, he calls, he calls first because I guess he's P2 and Max doesn't really have to do anything just because he's the leader and he has a pretty good gap. Um, Hamilton pits for new mediums on lap 20. And then of course, all Max has to do is cover him off. So next, next lap, they also go for mediums as well. Um, but this puts Max in an interesting position because now he is what P2 and Bottas is P1. Yeah. And Mercedes are going to use Bottas as a way to slow down Max so Lewis could catch up to Max and potentially overtake him. Um, but, I mean, I mean, it kind of did work, but Max... It, are, did, it didn't work enough. It didn't work enough. They did definitely close the gap. It was within a second, I think. Yeah, dropped but, it to 0.7 seconds, but then Hamilton yeah. just could, still could not catch him. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... Bottas, they don't really care about Bottas at this point, to be honest, bro. Not that they ever bro, They did. left him out on soft tires for 31 laps. Yep. Are you... Okay. And even after that, they took forever to pit him. I think they took yeah, at least yeah, two yeah. laps. It took, it took a couple of laps for him after that. To, I don't know. I don't know what they did, but like... It worked a little bit, but I feel like they still... I don't even know. They, they couldn't have even done anything better there, honestly. Yeah. Um, that one was just quicker. That's just yeah, he was. I think he just had a faster car, and that's, that's what happens when you have a faster car, and you can control the strategy basically. Um, and and with that, Mercedes decided to gamble and go for another pit stop, but this time for mediums or a, a new set of mediums, right? Yeah, a new set of mediums. But interestingly yep. enough, you still have thirty-three laps to go in the race, and the mediums will drop off pretty quickly before that. Mediums will drop so, off with, I think. 25 laps or so to go. So yeah. it was a questionable decision. And we saw exactly that. What, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, he was closing the gap. In, at for, And at the same time, by the way, a lap later, Verstappen covered him off by going on the hard tires, which made sense because which the hard tires... Which was the much better long. option, I think. Exactly. And I think the times were similar as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there wasn't much of a delta between the mediums. The mediums were, were obviously a bit faster. Hamilton was lapping like a tenth or two tenths quicker. But obviously, after that, the mediums will not last, last as long as the hard tires. So as soon as the tires start dropping off, Hamilton starts falling back. And with like 10 laps to go, he just fell back and could not catch. Yeah, he, he got within, I think, 1.3, 1.5 seconds. But after that, not really. Um, Let's talk about that weird thing that happened at the end with Mercedes. Yeah, you, you, you talk about it. Cause okay, okay, okay. I didn't so, know what was going on. I'm going to try my best to understand what's going on. <laughs> so wait, let me let me let me rephrase that. I knew what was going on. I just don't understand it. 
I think that's where we are right now. Is we know what was going on, but we don't. No, know. I feel like there is a reason to this. So let, let me let me just try and okay, explain. Okay, okay, okay. So, both Bottas and Hamilton were on very old medium tires. They were at the end of the race, and I think Mercedes knew that they just couldn't catch Max. So, and because they, we had a history of tires blowing up in the past seasons, <laughs> they both Bottas and Hamilton both pitted for soft tires. Now, obviously, soft tires are the fastest tires you can use. So Bottas pitted first for soft tires and went for a fastest lap and was told to abort it, but still got the fastest lap. So it was like a one twelve two or something. At this point, Hamilton already had the fast laps when Bottas pitted. Yeah, so... So it was basically stealing it from his own teammate. And then Hamilton was like, hey, yo, I need my point. So Hamilton pits for soft tires and then he gets oh, the, the last fastest lap. lap. On the last lap and gets the fastest lap. And then... What? <laughs> like, what? Okay, I understand the reasoning behind why they pitted each other. Well, why they pitted, it's to, to protect second and third. Because they both had such a huge gap behind them that it just, did, it just did not matter. But why was Bottas told to go for a fast lap and then abort it and then Hamilton went for the fastest lap? It, it just, like... I don't know what happened. I, don't, I just don't know what happened there. I think it was probably imagine, miscommunication, but they did, but imagine, they did it for safety. Imagine the scenes if Bottas had not back, backed off and he, got, he did get the fastest lap, but he got it by a better margin and then, Ma- and then Hamilton didn't get it. Ooh. Bro. Oh, that one point could have been crucial for you. I know. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. Mercedes would still had the point no matter what. It would just been Hamilton asked for the point back. That's basically what happened. Okay, yeah, true. Yeah, he was—he literally complained on the ring, saying, "Hey, boys, I need—I need, I need that point back or whatever." And then he—he he fitted for fastest lap and he got the fastest lap. So I'm not—I just don't understand what like really happened there. I know this is nothing new, but Hamilton was complaining so much, dude. I think he's just vocal because I feel like when you're in the heat of the moment, you get pretty frustrated. I guess so, but bro, anytime he's like, "My tires, my tires are gone, my tires are gone," five fastest, fastest laps. <laughs> what? Like, what? He was like, okay, he started on a, uh, five laps in, literally five laps into his medium tire stint, he was complaining about the tires, and then he starts the fastest lap. Like, okay. He's, I don't know. I don't I know, think he, Maybe he's trying to debate them, or like, like, debate, like, like, like troll. Yeah, but I don't, don't know. you I don't think know. that he's done it enough that they're like, ah, he's fine. I mean, come on. When he says. Five laps in. Yeah, like, and then he go, he gets, he sets fastest lap. Like, come on, dude. At this point, just ignore his radio message. Like, yeah, honestly. <laughs> Right. Um, so that was the Mercedes pissed up thing. I still don't quite understand what happened there, but let, let's let's give some time to Pierre Gasly. Oh Finishes yeah. P four, drives a superb race, but it was kind of lonely for him because here we have the top three. Bottas is fucking twenty eight seconds ahead of him. Behind him, <laughs> the Ferraris are like sixteen seconds behind him. So this guy just alone on the track, he just his own. He drives his own race and just just carries it cleanly to P four. Well done. You're just chilling, bro. Just yeah, chilling. just nobody was there to bother him. So, shout out to Gasly, another underrated driver of the grid, I'd say. I think he the Ferraris also kind of drove their own race. Ferrari? No, no, no. Alonso oh, at the end. Alonso caught signs at the end, yeah. You're true, yes, at the end. And we didn't see it because they were focused on the oh, the Mercedes, no, the Mercedes fiasco, I think. Oh, that's going thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but bro, let, let, can, let's, can, talk, let's talk about Mercedes. Okay, let's talk, talk about, about let's talk about specifically let's talk about Valtteri Bottas. 
Okay. okay. Are you going to talk about what I think you're going to talk about? I think I'm going to talk about what you think I'm going to talk about. Okay. So Go for it. <laughs> we've been told Kimi Raikkonen is going to retire at the end of the 2021 season. So he's done with, he's done with F1 now. So obviously Alfa Romeo needs a replacement. And out of every driver on the driver market right now, who better to take than Valtteri Bottas? Yeah. So today, as of, as of the day of recording this podcast, it is confirmed that Bottas is moving to Alfa Romeo for 2022 and beyond in a multi-year contract. I love that. What do you, th- what do you think of this? I, I love it. I think I think Alpha is not... I feel like a couple of years ago, Alpha was a really good team. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has fallen off since then. But again, well, next year... Well, that's partially because Ferrari's like engine was kind of yikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's another <laughs> episode. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, But... I mean, again, regulations are changing. Literally year. anything could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. I think they're in a really good spot. Bottas, of course, we know is a really good driver. He just has never... Again, your your rate, your teammate is the greatest of all time. Exactly. It's going to be like, difficult to shine out, to, to, bro, to really the show what you The amount of mental of. strength this man has must be like off the off the scales. Like I don't understand how he like doesn't just break down crying sometimes. Honestly. So I think <laughs> if... <laughs> Honestly, I think if just Alfa Romeo could give him a car that is possible to fight in the the midfield. mid midfield, I think I think he can shine really well. Yeah, um, I mean, he also has a multi-year deal, so he doesn't have to be worrying about where he's going to go next. He knows he's no. going to be Alfa for a while. And I mean, they they chose a good driver too. Driving at Mercedes for four years, he scored what five years actually now nine wins, seventeen poles, fifty four podiums. He helped a lot in the constructors' fight. And yep. he has a lot of experience in F1, so this is definitely a good choice for Alfa. Yep, with a lot of experience. Yep. Um, should we talk about the driver market while we're here? Because we there's some... About, yeah. Okay, let's, okay let's, let's talk about it. So we still have... Uh, now, okay, so with Bottas moving, that obviously leaves a spot at Mercedes. And of course, I feel like we could put all of our bank account on this to as to who that spot will go to. I wonder. <laughs> um... I, mean, it, I think it's, it's all George... but confirmed. Yeah, George Russell is going to be moving to Mercedes. It's all yeah. but confirmed. Like I don't see anybody else. No, if if anybody. Alex else... Albon to Mercedes? Question mark. Nope. No. No, no, that was a joke. Gio Latifi to Mercedes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Get on the <laughs> Latifi the goat. Oh God. Okay, well, let's let's become serious again. <laughs> we're, we're never serious. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay, so, I mean. So that means that there's a spot in Williams. I think Latifi is going to stay. Well, technically speaking, both spots in Williams are open, and there's also one spot left in Alfa Romeo. Yeah, because I feel like... I think I, I think we know that Gio is not going to stay in Alfa Romeo because I think Gio is a Ferrari driver. And if I'm correct, if I heard this correctly, I don't think Alfa Romeo has to rely on Ferrari anymore and to yeah, listen yeah. to them about their driver lineup anymore, even though they are using a Ferrari power unit. Um, so that means Albon could step up, which is what I think. I think we both think that it's going to be Albon stepping up to Alfa Romeo. I think that would be huge. Having Bottas-Albon is a, is a good combination. Yeah. <laughs> they can get revenge on their big teams <laughs> that they got kicked out of. <laughs> oh. And then yes. with with Williams opening, 
Who did we say to Williams? There were, there's Nick DeVries. There's Nico Hulkenberg. I think those are the two biggest candidates. Also, Stoffel Van Dorn could, could uh, come back. I, was there Alvon, Alvon could. Four, I, I can name four options right there. Yeah, Nick, I know, I feel like Nick DeVries is going to have either C, Alpha or Mercedes. And I'm leaning towards Williams. Or, yeah. Sorry, Williams. And I'm leaning towards Williams because um, he a is Mercedes a Mercedes driver. driver. Yeah. And uh, Will, or Mercedes has a pretty, I think, a pretty big say with Williams. No, Mercedes and Williams are trying to str- strengthen their ties together. So, I one of those, I, I think one of those seats will be occupied by Mercedes driver. So, I'm, I'm thinking Nick DeVries into F1. Oh, by the way, if you guys didn't know, Nick DeVries, because this is... He he's a he's a Formula E world champion this year, so yep. He has a cha- he has a good chance of of moving in F one. I think I think he might do well. I Who think he also won I, in Formula Two. He won the championship in Formula Two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So he's a so pretty he, he has a lot of decorated driver. Him. Yeah, yeah. He'll be good, mm-hmm. especially with how Williams has been performing too. Oh yeah, they're on an upward trajectory, and I think he could take advantage of that. Yeah, people were also saying Schumacher too, Alpha, but uh, uh, both Haas seats are technically unconfirmed. So yeah, but I feel know. like Haas needs Haas needs the money, and both of those drivers are bringing the money. You're right. You're right. Euro Kali, Euro and one and one. You're right. Actually, they might both stay at Haas. I'm confident they both will stay at Haas. Actually, at yeah, point. especially with how Haas has been focusing on next year's development rather than this year's development. Yeah, hopefully, I really hope next year they're not like, like, Trash. like actually there's like F tier. I, I hope that Haas will. I hope that Haas will be in the midfield next year. Bro, I don't like, think like they're like they were in for me on Formula One. To be honest, huh? I don't think they are in a tier for me in Formula One. Put them in Formula Two. They're they're like honestly compare the F two and F and F one has lap times. Compare fucking Mazepin's time to I don't know F, whoever's leading F two right now. I guarantee they'll be the same. They're but so anyways. bad. They're just fighting against each other, bro. Yeah, it's literally. <laughs> I texted part this in the middle of the race. Schumacher is a whole minute behind the next person. I know. Like it's what? <laughs> what is going on? I don't understand. P19 the, gets almost lapped by P18. Like, what? But has okay. at the end of the race, just retired Mazepin. They're like, it's not worth it. Just retire him. <laughs> I, I mean, preserve the car, I guess. More, less yeah. R&D money. Just really sad. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's not sad. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's funny in a bad way, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, but like, obviously all these are just rumors. All we know for sure right now is that Bottas is going to go to Alfa Romeo for 2022 and beyond. And Russell will go to Mercedes. That's also confirmed, basically. All but confirmed, yeah. Yeah. That has to be the worst kept secret. Honestly, like, like we knew this since, like, the start of the season, basically. We knew it since Sakir. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 You can't even lie. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. Like, 100%, yeah. (laughs) When we saw him over, like, overtake him. That was just, like, that that wouldn't have happened if Bottas had new tires. I know. That was actually really sick to see that that turn yeah. and they overtake him. They were side to side. That also, was a sick race. Unrelated, unrelated. So, this year we did have a cancellation of the Japanese Grand Prix and the Singapore Grand Prix. So and in re- the in Turkey, Turkey, Turkey's here. I thought they took off Turkey because of uh, did they? 
of travel travel stuff. Oh, yeah. maybe Turkey's gone too. Then never mind. I think Turkey is gone too. So in order to replace those, we have. That we're, I'm hearing rumors that we're gonna race in Qatar again. Or yeah. No, we're gonna race in Qatar for the first time on the low sail circuit. It's a MotoGP track. It looks like Bahrain but drunk. Have you seen the track layout? <laughs> it looks like drunk Bahrain. <laughs> what does yeah, that mean? So, just look it up right now and you tell me. Okay, Turkey Turkey is still on the calendar, but there are some um It could be at a risk of being removed. Yeah. And because there's some travel violations. Yeah, yeah. For COVID and everything. So we might actually go back to Sakir. Which would actually make sense because the last couple of races are all in the Middle East. Yeah, but then you'll go to Russia. So right now it's Russia, Turkey, U.S., Mexico, Brazil. And then I'm we also go to hearing Middle rumors East. of a doubleheader in the U.S. That, that could happen. I don't think... I feel like that was... I thought that was shot down. Was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. All these are rumors, I, but we'll see what happens in the end. I think it was something to do with... Uh, there's a race in Coda. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The next week after. Got it. Okay. But yeah, but we have a we have a busy busy end of the season now. There's a lot to look forward to. The championship fight is still anyone's game. The drivers fight is still anybody's game. The driver market, all over the place right now, and we don't even know what circuits we're gonna be racing at. Nope. So every literally everything is up in the air. This is, we're in for a great season. And I don't think that would happen this late in the season. Yeah, honestly. Like, I don't like think. It, 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 I thought there would the be a clear now. winner. Yeah, but by last last year, I mean it was already given that Mercedes was going to win again by I by think, this time. I think U.S. Well, I think by U.S. Mercedes was crowned. That was 2019. Oh. Yeah, and last year we're not racing the U.S. Oh yeah, we did not. But next week, we're gonna be racing in Monza. Temple of Speed. Temple of Speed. Is an iconic F1 circuit that's been on the grid since 1952 and will continue to be on the grid for the foreseeable future because Ferrari. So last year's race was incredibly eventful. Hamilton, Bottas, and Sainz made up the top three, so P1, P2, P3. But then the race ended with Pierre Gasly taking his first win, Sainz in P2, and Lance Stroll in P3, with Hamilton in P7, Bottas in P5. So what happened there? Go rewatch the race. I guarantee you'll enjoy it. It was a really fun race. Yeah. But... That's all for this episode, guys. I hope you all have enjoyed it. And if you did, please be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AroundTheGridF1. And leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And we will see you all after Monza. Bye, guys.